Chapter 12. Know your genes. Sooner or later, depending on whether and how well and quickly biomedical research reforms, all genes and their importance in maintaining health and curing diseases will be elucidated. However, you, dear listener, will personally benefit from this only if you also know your genes. By elucidating the sequence of letters that describe our DNA, its origin can be traced over many generations, for example, but also more and more information about our predisposition for certain characteristics or the development of diseases can be read out. The path to your DNA has two aspects, one legal and one practical. Let's start with the former, because everything that is possible must comply with National Genetic Diagnostics Law. For family history research based on your DNA, DNA genealogy, it is usually sufficient to take a saliva sample in the tube or, as in mass criminological tests, to take a few cells from the oral mucosa with a cotton swab. Saliva or cells are then sent to a laboratory that isolates the DNA. For DNA genealogy, usually less than 1% of the DNA is decoded and examined for individual differences in certain characteristics or markers. I would recommend such a DNA examination to every strict racist or nationalist wherever they are. Every single one would be amazed or embarrassed having genes from all over the world. With humans and even all wild animals, there are no races. Animal races exist only with domestic animals, which were bred purposefully on certain characteristics, which has nothing to do with natural evolution. Species already exist in animals, for example, the Indian or African elephant. However, Animal species are not defined by skin or fur color, but by the fact that animals of two different species cannot have procreative offspring. Since all humans can have procreative offspring with all other humans, of the opposite sex of course, there is only one human species, Homo sapiens. There are no human races. This had to be said at this point. Medically, it becomes more exciting, of course, if you can find out real disease risks. If the evaluation includes medically relevant advice, this must be done by a physician and human geneticist. The final and ultimate step of genetic analysis is to have access to the complete DNA sequence of the entire personal genome, so-called whole genome sequencing. In what was considered a technical revolution just a few years ago, all your genes are sequenced at once, effectively a human genome project just for you. Since mistakes can sometimes occur when reading 3 billion nucleotides, these are the DNA letters, the process is repeated 30 to 300 times or even more for thoroughness. An analysis of your entire genome not only reveals ancestry, directly evaluates all genes and all variants present there for their association with disease, if known. 
In addition, you would also know the sequence of those parts of the genome that are not yet well understood and genes whose function is not yet known. As more and more people are sequenced over the next few years, the data set available will become larger and larger to make more and more precise statements. You can practically track this increase in knowledge right now using your own DNA. You don't have to be a prophet to predict that the multiple total sequencing of a genome will become a standard part of medical diagnostics and prevention. We will then know an incredible amount more about ourselves, if we want to. But will this mass of data be enough? Unfortunately, not yet. Because we are more than our own genes and our own gene products. We also live in symbiosis with billions of bacteria on our skin, in our lungs, in our intestines. A few bacteria, you might think? Let me surprise you. <laughs>